One of the principles I encourage people to apply is to always be on the lookout for ways to generate additional income. Just because you have a job doesn't mean you have to limit yourself to that job's income. Following on from last week's episode where we talked about what would happen if you lost your job, this week we're looking at how to put yourself in a position where you are less vulnerable to the life happens kind of events that are bound to come along. More skills lead to more opportunities. Hi, I'm David Wright, host of the podcast series Succeed With Money, which is an initiative of the Spending Planners Institute. The Institute is the leading authority in providing education and assistance in helping people to remove their money stress, solve their everyday money problems, and to get back in control of their lives. You know, nobody fails with money on purpose. So every week in our podcast, we're exploring the causes of money stress and the solutions so our listeners can succeed with money. I'm here with Carol and Mose, and today we'll be looking at how important it is to look at life as a continual learning opportunity and how to turn your learning into earning and the other benefits that come from having multiple skills. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, David. Carolyn, you know, at last count, I think I'd earned money in over 40 different ways since earning my first pocket money doing odd jobs around the farm where I grew up. Wow, that's pretty amazing, David. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, well, I think the only time I've not had at least two incomes was when I was dating the girl who is now my wife and when I was at Teachers College. And even then, you know, I, I got jobs in the holidays delivering newspapers and I think I even went door knocking selling carpet cleaning at one stage just <laughs> just to keep the money flowing in so yeah, yeah I've done a few yeah. what about yeah. you yeah I've actually always found creative ways to bring income into the house I chose to be a stay-at-home mum yeah. and when our kids were little and so I used my skills, um, secretarial skills back then. This is pre, pre-computer days, David, going back yep. a long time here. Yep. Um, but I actually used my skills. One of the things I did was um, type up university theses for students and yep. I would charge them $10 a page. So if it was 10 pages long, it would be $100 in my pocket, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, I taught typing at TAFE after my husband came home, he'd get the kids and I'd go off and teach yep. typewriting at TAFE. So, and, yeah. And look, that's, a, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, we, we had to do, you know, lots of people do. But I, I think that the topic for today really is we want to encourage people to look at, okay, right now, what skills do you have? What job are you working in? And are there other skills that you could learn that might lead to more pleasure um, in what you do? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, are there things, that, extra things that you could do? So, you know, yep, life is yep. a continual learning opportunity. And mm. I guess yep. I don't. I'm not sure where you got your secretarial skills from. Um, well, I, you know, that was that was the basic thing that I did when I was 16 and left left school. Actually, it was only. 15 and a half when I left school, yeah. went and got my secretarial, you know, college stuff and whatever. And and then I started working in that field. But, you know, David, I, um, I was just thinking when you said, you know, about earning extra income. And I think one of the problems that, that people kind of have now is they're so tired after a day at work you know they they're like oh I work 40 hours a week you know I don't want to look at ways of earning extra because that just means I'm going to have to have a second job and that's going to you know just to bring more income into the house 
Yep. Yeah, look, I, I've had people say that to me. Um, and I'll just backtrack a little bit because, I mean, I'm not sure if you if you went off to secretarial college or something to learn those skills that you use to generate that extra income. Mm. Um, you know, I, as I said, I grew up on a farm and I used just, I was like a shadow for my older brother and he was just so into mechanical things that without me even having that much of an interest in it, I found myself under engine bonnets and, you know, um, learning hand skills that have, have kept me in great stead along the way, which is why I've been able to generate income whenever I needed to along the way. Mm, so, it, yep. But it surprises me. And what you're saying about people saying, oh, I'm too tired, you know, I, I've had people say that to me and I look at them and I just think, really? You know, like, I'm, and I would be concerned because if you're feeling at the end of a hard day at work that you just plop into the chair and plop into the bed and I'll do it again tomorrow, mm. I reckon you've lost, I'm going to say mo lost your mojo. I'm not really sure what a mojo is, but um, <laughs> you've lost your, lost, lost the spark or something. Mm, mm. And you really need to do something about doing something you like doing, or you, you, you could end up going down the gurgler. Well, the thing is I, you know, and I, I kind of, uh, look at some of the clients that I work with as a spending planner and, mm. and I remember one of them said to me, you know, oh, I work 60 hours a week and I just go to work and I come home and I pay the bills and I go to work and I come home and I pay the bills. And, <laughs> just a machine. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and he was so, I wouldn't say depressed, but so down about, you know, this is my life, this is the way it is, there's there's no yep. choice, you yep. know, this this yep. is this is what it is. Yeah, well, I, as I said, I've, I've always, almost always had something else on the go. If it wasn't playing in a band, I was teaching kids to play the guitar or the piano or something. Mm. I do house mm. plans. I fix cars in the backyard. I stopped doing that when it was the middle of winter, 3 a.m. in the morning, and I'm still under somebody's car in the backyard that had to be going the next day. <laughs> and I thought to myself, what on earth am I doing this for? But, you mm. know, I was just trying stuff because I didn't really love my job as a school teacher and I, I, I wanted a better life than what I was having. And yep. I was prepared to go looking for ways to find that. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so people that say, Oh, I'm just too pooped. Um, yeah. I don't really get that, but I, I guess I understand well, it. Yeah. And, and I think David, for me, because as I said, I had, I had those ways of generating income before I went back to work. And, um, but when I, when I did eventually get back to work, I, I, I guess I too got into that mode of, you know, going to work, coming home, paying the bills, raising the kids, you know, whatever. But yep. then um, I, I think it was back in, well, it was, it was, it was back in 2004 and, and it was thanks to you when I was actually introduced to what I do now to spending planning. Yeah. And that was when I actually realized that I had a passion within me that I never knew was there. You know, I always knew that I was good with money and, and money excited me. But, but when I, when I yeah. learned your system and how to manage money and then I became passionate about that and it was something that I could use to help other people. And then I, I saw other people then get passionate about, you know, being able to control their, their money and, and the fact that they then were able to look at, their future in a totally different light. And so that mundane go to work, come home, pay the bills, you know, et cetera, et cetera, um, stopped because, yep. you know, 
Well, the, the boring get up, go to work, you know, do what you have to do, come home, pay the bills. Mm. That's mm. just part of life. And, and that's what I was doing like everybody else. Mm. But there was one point in my life where once the family had gone to bed, I would sit down at my computer and this would be like 10 o'clock at night. And within a couple of minutes, I would have fallen asleep at the keyboard. Mm. And then a couple of hours later, I'd wake up with my neck in a crick or something like that. And I'd just sort of shake myself a bit and go, oh, I must have fallen asleep. Mm. And then I would remember why I was there. And I was there because I was so excited because mm. I was creating something that I, well, it was two reasons. I kind of thought it might set me free from my day job that I didn't love. Yeah. But I also was excited at the fact that it was going to help a lot of people. Mm, and so mm. for six months, you know, without fail, every night I would sit from midnight, I'd, I'd wake up around midnight and I would work through till 4am. Yeah. And then yeah. I'd suddenly realise it was 4am. I would go to bed for a couple of hours. At 6.30 I'd get up and I'd start another day at the factory. Mm, um, mm, but I was excited and people said to me, are you mad? And I would just say, no, I, I'm excited. Yeah, that, that's what was driving me. So Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And, the th and the thing is, you know, when, when you're really passionate about something, you actually find the energy to do it, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, and that's what I found when I got passionate about doing spending planning. I was still working full time yeah. and doing spending planning three nights a week and on a Saturday, you know. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, so. so people need to look for something that, they could get passionate about. And yep. like you said, you know, you didn't even know that you could be passionate about that until it sort of came along. Mm, mm. So, but the more skills you have, yep. less vulnerable you're ever going, you're going to be to life happens kind of events. You know, we talked mm -hmm. last week about what if you lost your job and if that was, if your job was all you had to fall back on, you know, you're in serious doo-doo, shall we say? Well, yeah. Yep. But if you've got something else that you do in your after hours that is something that you like to do or something that you're good at, mm, you know, mm. why not develop that skill and, you know, get passionate and excited about it yep. and turn it into a second income stream. So mm, mm. You know, if the worst happens and you lost your job or you, you know, something, one of the kids got sick and you needed extra money to pay for medical expenses or whatever, Mm, mm. you've yep. got that on the go. Yeah. And the thing is too, like the, you know, so there are so many people in debt out there and they're, yep. you know, paying off credit cards and stuff. And the thing is, if you can generate that extra income and actually live without a credit card, and that's one of the other things we're passionate about teaching yep. people how to live without credit, you yep. know, then, you know, create, look at, look at ways to create that extra income. And there's a myriad of ways. I mean, we're in an age now of technology where if you want to know something, you can literally go onto YouTube and say, teach me how to, um, how to fix my car. And I, I told you a story earlier yeah. about, you know, my, my husband, um, my son-in-law actually had a problem with his car and he'd gone to the mechanic and the mechanic said it was going to cost 400, $400 to fix it. They didn't have $400 at the time that they wanted to spend on a car. Yep. And so, and my husband said, hang on a minute. He said, I, you know, don't spend $400. I, we can fix that ourselves. Now, my husband's always a pretty hands-on, a bit like you, a hands-on person. Or, and if, if he didn't know something, he would find out how to do it. He would, yep. he would ask someone, he would ask his dad. He was very hands-on as well. 
or and and in this day and age if you don't have someone you can ask go to youtube what yep. he did was he went to youtube typed in you know how to fix this particular problem on the car they had a video him and him and my son-in-law watched the video they went and bought the part which was 50 dollars. spent a saturday afternoon probably three or four hours fixing the car for 50 dollars and a couple of hours yep. they'd save themselves 350 dollars yep. you know well, so, and I, not only that, but at the other thing, sorry, but the other thing that was really good about that was, was um, at number one, they saved money, but number two, my son-in-law actually learnt how to do something and learnt the value of being able to, like he learnt a new skill and being yeah. able to do something. And he was very proud of that achievement, you know. Yeah. And look, it was probably a good bonding experience for the two of them as well. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, and look, yeah. I think that's important because... The more you feel good about yourself, the more likely you're going to find the energy to to do. You know, you come home from work and you're exhausted, but if you're excited, well, then the exhaustion doesn't matter. So if no. you feel good about yourself, yep. I, I was going to say before you so rudely cut me off there before um, <laughs> <laughs> that I, I I reckon I've probably saved my family uh, well in excess of ten thousand dollars over the last forty years that I've been married. Mm-hmm. from fixing washing machine, fixing car, fixing, like total engine rebuilds at times, um, yep, yep, simply yep. because I had the skills. And I, I was very, as I said, very fortunate growing up on a farm. Mm-hmm. There were engine bonnets to get under and break things and learn what happens when you break things and then having to learn how to fix them. And, and, you know, yep, and I yep. really feel sorry for, for kids or for, that grow up in a city where they don't have access to stuff where they can learn practical skills. Mm, and it mm. really worries me to see the number of kids whose life just goes into an Xbox or a you know, computer gaming or whatever. Mm, mm. And, and they, they, the skills that they've got, the life skills that they've got are so limited. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but if that's you listening in and you think, well, yeah, you know what? I like playing my computer games. Don't, don't knock that. Mm, Fine. Mm. But I recommend that you look at life as a, a learning experience where you should go out and start to, to you know, like your son-in-law learnt some skills that afternoon. Yeah. You yeah, felt really yeah. good about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Go and, you know, even if you, if, if you love being on the computer, get on YouTube and spend 20 minutes every night just mm-hmm. learning about how cars work and how to fix things. And, yeah. You know, that's right. You know, the washing machine breaks down, go on YouTube and type in, you know, how to fix the washing machine. It'll, it'll more than likely tell you. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Just, just don't David, play with, just don't play with the sparky bits because they, they could kill you. <laughs> well, this is true. This is true. <laughs> um, but you know, David, so, so we're talking about creating extra income and, and bringing in that extra income into the household. Yeah. But, um, you know, no amount of additional income is, is going to change your life for the better unless you've got control of your current expenses. Well, okay? this is true. You know, I think so, we've talked about that many times too, haven't we? Yeah, um, yeah we really have, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's more about, you know, the fact that, and we, we said this in our last podcast, that if you lost your job tomorrow, um, what would you do? You've got to have control of, of what you're currently spending and control of your current income and you've got to put plans in place just in case that life happens, event, 
does happen, you know, yep. someone yep. gets someone gets sick or you lose your job or whatever, whatever. Yep. So, um, and if people, you know, and we, we went into this in more detail in that last podcast, the things that you have to do, but it's so important. And as a spending planner, you know, that's, that's what I do and that's what all of our spending planners do. Yeah. So um, we help people get in trouble in control of their money. We help people put a plan in place yep. so that they can, um, we create that safety net for them so that for the life happens events, when they happen, that's fine. We can cover that. You know, we're great. So yep. if anyone wants to find a spending planner, they simply go to findaspendingplanner.com. Um, yep. And look, they can chat with any one of our planners. They all have, you know, that first phone call is free. It's, it's just a chat. Um, with whoever you choose and yep. we've got them in every state of Australia um, which is awesome so yeah so I really encourage people to do that you know um, just to get in control of what they're currently earning yeah yep. well when I started on the journey 25 years ago that sort of led us to this point where we've got the Spending Planners Institute and a whole bunch of spending planners out there who are just so keen and excited about helping people and, yep. and yeah like they're all people the spending planners are all people who go to work. Most of them have got a day job, yep. but their little side hustle, if you want to call it that, is helping people to, to take control of their day-to-day -day finances. And they're passionate yep. about that. So mm. that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. They, this was just something they thought I could get excited about doing that mm. and decided to become a spending planner. But yep. um, So one of the important things that I did when I started, you know, um, 25 years ago doing I'll call them spending plans for people. I used to call them budgets back then. I never treated the income that I earned from that as part of the family budget. I put that money to one side and let it accumulate because I thought, well, I think I'm starting a business here. So I'm going to treat this money differently. And so it grew and it wasn't just part of what was getting spent. And it's so easy when you, no matter how much you earn mm, for it mm. all to just disappear if you don't put a system in place to keep it. Yeah, yeah. And, and in keeping with what we said last week, you know, you, you really need to create space where you put some income away yeah. and get that account, that, that uh, financial protection account built up where you've got, you know, three months yeah. worth of income three or three months worth of expenses covered. Mm. Um, and, you know, like we talked last time about you losing your job. Yeah. And I mean, that the door closed, but then there was an opportunity for you to go, okay. So I'm going to get a little bit more serious about what I'm doing as a spending planner. And yeah, yeah. You know, that was a positive thing. So. Yeah, that's right. And so, and to do that, David, I had to upskill. And today we're, we're talking about upskilling, you know, to create that um, extra income, you know. Yep. And so, and, and we talked about how that life is a continual learning experience. And, yep. you know, if you've got limited skills, you're limited in what you can do to generate income. So, so it makes sense yep. to upskill and, and to learn. If you're passionate about something, then learn more about it, you yep. know. You know, I, you're absolutely right. And when I think about the, the 40 odd ways that I have earned money over the last 60 years, should I admit that? <laughs> Some of them, I really didn't upskill. I mean, mowing somebody's lawn was just, okay, I need to earn some money. I can mm. do that. Yeah, um, yeah. I cleaned a school in the afternoon. After I was a teacher at one school, I actually went and cleaned another one. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I hosed down and I scrubbed the steps. Which, you know, you might think, well, what on earth would you do that for? But when you need the money, mm. you do what you have to do. 
but there yeah. are other things where I went to college and I learned how to draw, do um, computer-aided drafting. And as part of my job as a school teacher, I used to teach boys mainly to draw um, technical drawings. And so I earned money drawing house plans for a local builder. Yeah, it's just thinking it's another, well, another way I would drive my car to school every day and then drive home again. And then I saw an opportunity. I bought a school bus run so I could get paid to drive to and from work yeah. as the bus yeah. driver. And <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I employed somebody else to do drives when I couldn't. Mm. But you know, mm. it's just thinking outside the square and looking for opportunities. And one piece of advice I would give people mm. is live your life in the question what else is possible? Mm-hmm. Never ever yeah. look at where you're at right now and go, okay, well, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's what else is possible? What else could I do? Yeah. And what other skills can I learn? And especially look for skills that fit your passion because if you're doing something you love, it's not work at all. No, well, that's right. And I'll just, and, and we can maybe almost leave it here, David, but what I will say is, you know, ask yourself a question. If you weren't dealing with that crappy job every day, what, <laughs> no, seriously, if, yeah. If, yeah, if you weren't dealing with that crappy job every day, what would you be doing instead or what could you be doing to give yourself some pleasure and some extra income? Yep. Well, in your case, it's spending planning. In my case, it's spending planning. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I playing in a band is a lot of fun too and I, I've done that, well, for probably 40 years, no, 50 years. Yep. So, yeah, yep. great question. If you weren't doing that crappy, jo- <laughs> crappy job, <laughs> what would, I'd be lying on the beach. Come on. <laughs> well, and that's what's up, but that's not going to give you extra income unless you become a lifeguard. Oh, well, I don't even know if they get paid, actually, but anyway. They, well, I don't think they do, um, and I don't think they lie on the beach. I think they sit up <laughs> on their little tower. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, we, we've explored a few a few different things today, and I've, I've really enjoyed our little chat, David. Yep. Um, so, you know, so, give us a summary, Carolyn, just... just What what are the hot tips from today? Yeah. So basically um, start thinking outside the square and and look for opportunities of how you can create an extra income to bring into the family. Get passionate. Think about, spend some time, you know, when you come home from work, don't, don't sit in front of the TV and just go, oh, well, I've got to, you know, come home, sit in front of the TV, go to bed, get up, do the same thing. Spend some time. Um, working out what you're actually passionate about, spend some time on YouTube, you know, upskilling and, and, and learning about stuff. And, go to, go and to TAFE College and do a course to, if it can Yeah, be. exactly, you know, and just start to look at opportunities um, to, to increase, you know, to increase your income. But then once you've increased that income, it's like you said, put it aside in a separate account. Don't just add it to the family budget because it'll disappear, you know, really, yep. really quickly. So bring in that extra bit of income, put it in a separate account, start creating that, you know, life happens account so that when life happens, you've, you've got the money there to deal with it. And, um, you know, just just enjoy life. Um, well, look, get who get knows, passionate, you know. Who knows where it could lead to because 25 years ago when I started doing budgets for people, I, I guess I had a thought that, geez, this could, this could change the world. Yeah. But maybe I had a big vision, but 25 years later, we're changing the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yep. So, yeah. So, David, you know, the more skills you have, the more opportunity you've got to, to weather the storm when the storm hits and the storm yep. hits. I mean, you know, as, I, as we said in that last podcast, my storm hit and I didn't see it coming, that's for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can go back and listen to that one. That was, that was pretty powerful. Come into um, my office, please. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay, so we'll leave it there, David. Yep. We're out of time now. So yep. um, I've really enjoyed today's chat. Um, we've yep. really just scratched the surface yet on another topic. But uh, look, if, if you as our listeners want anything um, answered, if you've got a question, if you want to add something to what we've talked about today, yep. maybe you've got another topic that you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, um, here's what you should do. Okay, we've got a Facebook page called Succeed With Money Podcast. Um, pop on in there, ask to join the group. We'll join you up straight away. Once you're in, you can post a question. We'll respond to that. Um, if you're not on Facebook, you can send us an email at admin at spendingplannersinstitute.com. Yep. Um, so, and we'd love to hear from you either way. Uh, Succeed With Money is a podcast series by the Spending Planners Institute. David and I look forward to chatting with you again next time when we'll be discussing another interesting topic relating to life and to money because nobody fails with money on purpose. Thanks so much for listening and we look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.